רק אני מקשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתיים שלו, רק אני מקשר הצדיקים האמיתיים שוכנע אפר קידושים אשר בארץ הם אביכל אל רבנו הקדוש. צדיק יסוד עולם נחנו ומקור חוכמה רבנו נחנו מפגן נא נח נחמא נחנו ומן זכותם תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. עכשיו בעזרת השם, today we're doing the second half of תורה ל"ה, starting at section ו' עוד ו', we're going to finish the lesson בעזרת השם. So we start here גם גם יש כמה בחינות בשינה, there's also many aspects within sleep. כי יש שינה שהיא בחינת לימוד פשטה או רצה כפי הדבקות, ויש שינה שהיא בחינת משא ומתן באמונה. שהוא גם כן פשטה או רצה. So Rabbeinu explains, we talked about the spiritual and physical sleep, the, the physical sleep which is resting on the mind, and then the spiritual sleep which is the, the sleep which one incurs in, uh, that one does, that one sleeps. When he's studying the Pshat of the Torah. But now Rabbanu is explaining there's another aspect within this spiritual sleep. This idea of what we talked about, this, um, that we said what? Kiyashena, there's a sleep, which is the aspect of limud, of the simple levels of the Torah. Kfiat vekut, according to your attachment, meaning when a person's mind is so weary from the attachment of from this attachment to God and all this he enters into the Peshat of the Torah this is considered sleep but there's a sleep which is the aspect of doing business with faith which is also what we call the simple levels of the Torah business can, business dealing with faith it's also simple levels of the Torah because when you are in a relationship with faith you are in a relationship with faith when a person does business with faith then his mind which is his nishama we said comes within the aspect of faith the mind enters faith as we saw in the mornings you renew and your faith is great etc then the mind is renewed over there within the aspect of emunah and they are reinforced from their Weariness. The mind is reinforced from its tired, uh, uh, tired state. This is what it says in the Gemara. One who wants to become wise should be involved within the laws of money. Meaning, one who wants to. What's the Gemara really teaching us? That just explained to us. One who wants to renew his mind, which is his soul, should involve himself within the laws of money. Which is what? Then do business with faith. Faith. For the one who does business with faith, it's certain that he's dealing with the laws of money. For all the laws of money are applicable within business. For it's impossible to do business with faith unless you're a master within the laws of money so that you do not fall in them. Meaning all the laws of Shulchan Aruch Right about money, person has to be a master, master in them in order to do business with faith, in faith, so that you shouldn't stumble on one of the halachot. And this is what it says in Mishle. She is like a merchant fleet. Meaning what? Through Masaumatan, meaning through the simple love of the Torah. What's the ending of that verse? She's like a merchant fleet. She brings her food from afar. And it draws in a new mind from the light of the countenance. For the mind is called what we call far. 
כמו שכתוב בצז, אמרתי יחכמה והיא רחוקה. But I said I will be wise והיא רחוקה, but it's still far from me. Meaning wisdom is this aspect of being far distant. Um, meaning distance comes in through the aspect of the Anyotzochel, the merchant fleet, which is what's a merchant fleet? It's a, it's a fleet used to do business, barter. So this merchant boat used for business, when it's done with faith, can bring it in wisdom. It draws in the renewal of the mind. But when a person brings in his intellect, which is his soul, we said, within the aspect of faith, and what's faith? The simple levels of the Torah or the business dealings that we just explained. We saw in the verse that you renew each morning. If a person wants to bring a sechel within the aspect of faith, you have to guard your faith. That the evil forces don't try to wean off this faith. For faith dwells within, among the area of the chitonim, the evil forces. This is Yerushalayim. I placed it among the nations and surrounding it Aratot or other lands. Yerushalayim, we see that this is Yerushalayim, meaning Emunah as we saw earlier. Yerushalayim is Emunah, Malki Tzedek Melech Shalem. What is the... And we see that Tzedek, Yer Tzedek, Kiryan Neemana, we saw earlier, that this aspect of Yerushalayim is faith. And Yerushalayim represents Emunah, it says Kiryan Neemana, faithful city. This represents night, and, emunah, and your Emunah is at night. This is the simple level of the Torah, the, the Pshat of the Torah. In the Gemara, you sat me in dark places. The Talmud Babli we saw earlier, and we saw that night is called darkness. Uh, dark, night is called darkness, etc. All these aspects come into the same uh, umbrella. This represents the small luminary, and the small luminary to rule the night, as we saw, the moon. Benachavenu adds in a new concept to be able to safeguard emuna, safeguard faith, Malchut Yerushalayim, which is placed among the na- nations, which is the Chitonim, the Kipot. In order to guard faith, what must you do? You have to draw the aspect of Chashman from the world of Bina. Enclose the Malchut. Why the Malchut? Because Malchut is easily grabbed on by the Kipot. You have to enclose it to protect it. Meaning, what's Malchut? Emuna. So that the other nations and the lands surrounding Yerushalayim doesn't f- sustain itself off of Yerushalayim, God forbid. And when a person involves himself with business, with uh, in business with such faith like Rav Safra did, and he fulfills what it says in Tehidim, he speaks the truth that is in his heart. It's brought in the Gemara Makot. Meaning, person is completely honest in business. This aspect creates chashman. Hanu marbush. And what's chashman? Chashman is marbush. It's a garment. Sviva emuna that surrounds emuna. Ve'azai ima misakechet al-benaha. Then ima, which is bina, we know, hovers above her children. Shilin kumimena. So that um, 
so that they should not stain itself off of her, that the kibbutz don't receive force from her. He and she is im la bina tikra, im la bina bicha. If you call it bina, what's im? I found the words em, mother. M is what we call bina. So you see, is the this is the mom that hovers over her children. Ovina liba and the bina represents the heart that we know in the hakdama of the tikkun as well. So this is what Rabbeinu brings down in the verse in Tehillim, the one who speaks truth from his heart. Why? And this one who fulfills that he speaks truth with in his heart. Then the mother, Ima, hovers above her children. Meaning what? What's Ima? It's Bina. And what's Bina? It's Liba. Meaning that what? That the heart creates a chashmal. Hanum al-bush meaning a garment surrounding faith. So that the evil forces don't try to te- attack faith. It's in the Gemara One who wants to involve himself with the laws of money should apprentice to Shimon, the son of Nanas. Should be his apprentice. Meaning what? So one who wants to involve himself with business with faith, which we said earlier is what? The simple level of the Torah, which is called darkness, as we saw earlier in the verse. And it's also called faith, because we we know that night is called darkness and what what about darkness that Hashem sat me in the dark places the reference to Talmud Bavli etc the simple love of the Torah which is also faith etc all this stuff that we talked about when a person wants to involve himself with business dealing with faith which is what we just explained falls under the category of pshat, the Pshat level of the Torah you need to draw this chashmal, this garment from the heart meaning that you should fulfill how does one draw chashman to the heart. Simple. Speak the truth within your heart. Never be dishonest in business. And this chashman, this chashman actually encloses this small luminary, meaning the faith. Meaning the mother who hovers above her children. And this is what it says in the, what we saw in the Gemara. He shall apprentice to Shimon ben Anas. Meaning what? Shimon comes to the word ki shemiyat aliyah beliba. Shemiyah, Shimon comes to the word shomeah, to hear. And we know that hearing, listening, is dependent upon the heart. As it brought down in Tikkun, it's all Tikkun Yudchet. Ki chashma lev gimatri hashma. For Rabbeinu proves this awesome chidush. That chashma lev, chashma heart, has the same, same numerical value as shema. Listen. It says, and you give your servant a listening heart. And Ben Nanas, the son of Nanas, we see that Shimon represents listening, which is dependent upon the heart. And Ben Nanas is an aspect of faith. Why? Because Emunah is the aspect of Ben. We know the 52 letter, the 52 expansion. Of Yud Kei Vavke, when you spell Yud Kei Vavke, each and every letter you expand it into another word. Meaning Yod is spelled Yod Vav Dalet, He is spelled He, um, he Aleph, Vav is spelled Vav, um, 
Um, I forgot how. It, no, my, sorry. It's Yod Vav Dalid. 52 is Yod Vav Dalid. Hey, hey. Vav Vav. And then hey, hey. I believe. So if you spell if you spell that out, you get the numerical value of 52, which is the numerical expansion, which is the expansion of the name Yudke Vavke that corresponds to Malchut. This is Ben. We have Av, Sag, um, Ma, and Ben. This idea that the 50, Ben is numerical value of 52, which means Ben Nanas, meaning Shimon Ben Nanas is actually Shema. Shimon is coming from Shomea to listen, meaning listening depends upon the heart. And Ben, which is the aspect of Malchut, numerical value of 52, which is the, um, corresponds to Malchut, Uvkinat Nanas, and the aspect of Nanas, Nanas represents the small luminary. So Ben is 52, which is Malchut, which is Emuna, as we saw. So, meaning speaking your truth within your heart, etc., as we saw. When a person does these business dealings with faith, meaning he's involved himself with the laws of money, involving himself with the simple laws of the Torah, this is what we call Hakhavat Hakorban Tamid. It's as if the person is bringing the Korban Tamid the daily offering, and the burning of the incense. Now Rabbi is going to prove why. That doing Masao Matan Be'emunah is as if you literally bring the most awesome Korbanot. For through Tamid, through this Korban Tamid, Chokma Binadat of the world of Asiya ascend up to Yetzirah. And all these sparks of holiness within the evil forces that are trapped within the evil forces, they ascend out of them, out of the, the out of the domain of the evil forces, through what? Through the secret of what we call the eleven spices of Victoriat. The eleven spices of Victoriat have a, a immense core to raise this Nitodot from the Kipot. Mifkinat Malchut. Mifkinat Malchut. The aspect of Malchut, which is this aspect of Ketoret. I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Rabbanu points at the Shara Kavanot, Drush Gimel, Tzirat Shacha. Over there it speaks about this. And when a person involves himself with business dealings, and this business dealing is in the aspect of what we call the laws of money, which is what we said, is the simple laws of the Torah. Meaning, we find that at the time when he's involved with business and faith, he's actually involved in learning the simple levels of the Torah. And one of the simple levels of the Torah, this represents Metat, Angel Metat, who resides by Yitzhak in the world of Yitzhak. Wow. Meaning we find that this person's Chochma Binadat um, ascends up to the world of Yitzhira at the time when he's doing business. Meaning what? To the laws of the, to the simple uh, learning of the Torah. Meaning when a person does business dealing with faith, 
לנס חוכמה בלי לדעת, אסן דלת את הפשט עד התורה. וכל מיני תותות הקושה שיש בתוך העבודה כמו מנתות ותביעות ירושלים. And all these holy sparks that are among the goyim and the lands that surround ירושלים עולים מבחינת אמונה, they ascend up to the aspect of faith. הנקרא ירושלים המלכות, which is called ירושלים המלכות. כשזה קם זה נופל, because why? When one rises, the other one falls. Holiness and evil can't both be up at the same time. When we don't do our job, God forbid, then the other one takes control. For the destruction of faith is what we call the destruction of Yerushalayim. Look how awesome this is. That it's in the Gemara Shabbat that Yerushalayim wasn't destroyed until those men of Emunah stopped, ceased to exist. And in the Gemara, Rabbanu explains that it's referencing over there those people who stopped to do business with faith. That the destruction of the Yerushalayim came through the stopping to do faith, of doing business with faith, that people stopped to do business with faith. And when this which is faith, which is Masa Matan, the simple letters, the simple uh, learning of the Torah, Midgaberet becomes strong. Then when a person engages with his business dealings and Pshat of the Torah, Emuna, that we talked about Yerushalayim, then those other nations, those lands, the Klipot, which have all these sparks of holiness, they fall and all these sparks of holiness ascend within the secret of these 11 spices of Torah. Three mitzvot were commanded upon Am Yisrael when they entered the land. The first one was to appoint a king, the second was to annihilate the seed of Amalek, the offspring of Amalek, and the third was to build the Beit HaMikdash. Rabbeinu explains these three are dependent upon one another. For appointing the king, which is Malchut, we said, is the aspect of faith. The destruct of the killing off of the seed of Amalek is actually doing what? Is elevating the sparks from among the Goyim. In the aspect of these 11 spices of the Torah, why is the chapter of cutting off the seed of Amanek right next to and juxtaposed to the laws of weights? Lomarta teach us for that for the sin of these weights, the war of Amanek occurred. And they are one and the same idea as is known. Wow. And the building the Beta Migdash is the aspect of the light of the countenance. Which is the revelation of the mind, the renewal of the mind, the renewal of the soul. As we see in the Gemara, one who has wisdom is as if he built the Beta Migdash within his days. One who has knowledge is as if he built a bit of Midash when he was uh, alive. See this awesome, awesome, these awesome Chidushim. 
וזה החשמל, הנדס חשמל, הנעשה מבחינת בטובי המין ובבוא, הנדס חשמל, which is created through one who speaks truth within his heart, הוא מביא של האמונה, he creates his garment for the faith, הוא מבחינת רצועות, this represents straps, כי רצועות, for the straps, הם מקיפי מלכות, they are encircled the מלכות, הנו אמונה, which is faith, the straps, I believe the straps of תפילין, represent this concept of surrounding אמונה, protecting אמונה. וזה שאמר רב לרב שמואל בר שילת, this is why רב told רב שמואל בר שילת, קל תמחה לינוקה, לא תמחה אלא בעקת הדמסאנה. When you punish a child, punish him only with a shoelace. Meaning what? תמחה, when it says punish, לשון טהרה, this is from the language and expression of טהרה, purity. כמו שכתוב, מחיתי חאב שעיך. How do we know that תמחה, which means to erase. In this case means punish, but רבנו is going to right now show us it's a race. How does Timcha have to do with purity? I'll wipe away your sins, your transgressions, like a cloud. That wiping away is a reference to wiping away sins. That Timcha means purity. You are free of sin. What is a child? This is the aspect of the lower luminary, the smaller luminary. This represents sleep. Don't punish him except with what? With a shoelace. Meaning the retzuot, the straps of tefillin. Kemo sh'amlo chachamenet v'machad. Zeh chachamim sayin gmar asata. Mishar sh'amar Avraham. In the merit of Avraham having said, Mi'chud ve'ad tzeroch na'al. Neither a thread nor a shoestring. Zachub banav b'shne mitzvot. His children merited two commandments for the fact that Avraham said this. As we see in Bereshit. Um, chapter 14 verse 23 over there look over there neither a thread nor a shoestring then from these two things chut and schoch na'al we see two mitzvot chut is lechut shedchelet lirtuot shedfinin lirtuot is schoch na'al lirtuot shedfinin we see here two mitzvot that B'nai Yisrael were commanded in the merit of Avraham having said this phrase the chut that he said in his verse is a reference to the thread of tchelet that we have in a tzitzit. And the schoch na'al, um, the string, is a reference to the straps of tzfilin. And what do the, what does Unkelus translate schoch na'al as? Arketa dimsane, shoelace. So we see here that the, Threaded that the mitzvah, of tfi, the straps of tefillin, and the shulays are directly connected. We see through Unkelus and Rabenu tying this all together. Hanuk shata rotzeli shmorat amar ketan hanu mazamatam bemuna shelo yinkumi menachitonim. So Rabenu is going to explain to us the practicality of all that we do, just learned. When a person wants to safeguard the small luminary, meaning what to do business with faith, so that the Evil forces shouldn't sustain themselves off of emuna. You cannot guard this nanas, which he said is the smaller luminary, the yanuke, the child we're talking about here, malchut, emuna, etc. Except by means of the shoelace, meaning the only way you can protect them is through the straps of tefillin. Meaning that you should draw the chashmal from the bina. Of the heart, which is what we saw in the Gemara, that you should apprentice to Shimon ben Anas. 
If one wants to become, or one wants to involve himself within the laws of money, apprentice to Shimon ben Anna, Shimon is Shmiya, Beliba Talia, it's the heart, and then Ben is Machut, and Nanas is the aspect of the Ma'or Katon. Rabbeinu explains The main idea, the main takeaway is what? Fulfill what it says in Tehinim. Speak the truth within your heart at the time when you're doing business. Just like Rav Safra did. This is the way to safeguard Amunah. Or Tzua Gimatria, when it says Retzua strap, Retzua has the same numerical value as what? Shin Ein. Shlosh Meot Veshivim. 370. Retzua is, is 200. Tzadik is 90. 290. The Vav is 2, uh, 96. The 70 is 2, is 366. And the He is 371. Plus the word, plus the 370, plus the Shin Ein itself. Meaning 371 and the 370 lights is all one in um, It's all one because you can always add a one from the from the three hundred seventy. I think these are referring to the three hundred seventy lights that is brought about in Shara Kavanot, Druj Dalel, in the Kavanot of Tfilin over there. So what is Rabban was saying? These are the three hundred seventy lights of the face, the the supernal countenance we're talking about, etc. So let's uh, let's see here. Moshe to teach us. That through this chashman, and what's this chashman? This chashman is when a person speaks the truth within his heart. Then your faith is guarded, and your neshama is guarded. Meaning your intellect that goes into the faith that we talked about earlier um, is safeguarded. Your mind is safe, and it's able to receive from the light of the countenance. Um, which are the 370 lights of the supernal faces. As is brought from the rectification of Emet within the 13 Midot HaRachamim, I believe. Um, look in the Kavanot HaTfilin, Drush Zayin, in Shari Kavanot. And this is what it says. Dekari Udlakari, If he learns, he learns. And if he doesn't learn, then let him keep his friend company. What does that mean? For the matter is a difficult one. There's a question here. This might be so for someone who's learned. And involves himself with faith. Then his business dealing is good for him. That his mind is constantly renewing itself. But someone who's not learned it. What's the involvement? What's the benefit of being involved with business if you can't even apply this rectification? That one who does business dealing with faith, he's doing a good thing to his friend who comes from the same root as him. Why? That the intellect of his friend is renewed within the Masa that he is doing with faith. 
the masam matan, the business that a person who is learned is doing with faith, is able to renew the mind of the friend who may not have that same learned ability, but from that friend that comes from the same root as this person. If he learns, he learns. Meaning one who is learned. Then it's good for him that his mind is renewed within the aspect of Emunah. And you'll have a completely new mind to study and to attach himself to the Creator. And if he's not studious, if he doesn't learn, he's not learned, that he should accompany his friend. Meaning what? Meaning that the person who's doing business dealing with, with faith is actually helping his friend from the same root. This is the last section before we finish the lesson. This is the aspect of the blows that we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah, we know, is the aspect of sleep. How do we know this? Look at um, Torah 60 of the Kutim Moran, section 9. I'm going to prove this. Why for Rosh Hashanah represents Masao Matan Be'emunah? Shena represents Masao Matan Be'emunah. The simple levels of the Torah, as we saw. This is one who involves himself with the laws of money. And these blows of the shofar are what we call waking up from sleep. This is the aspect of waking up from sleep. Which is the renewal of the mind. From the light of the countenance. And this is from where? The redness of the one who is blowing the shofar comes from. Why? For these lights of the supernal faces have just become aroused. And just become awakened. Why? Because blowing the shofar is this awakening from the sleep. So all these supernal lights is manifest in the redness of the one who's blowing the shofar. It's an awesome. You can't even really imagine what Rabban was really teaching us here. These are secrets that are beyond, beyond comprehension. But in simplicity, we try to take them away and to renew our faith in Emunah and the, in the Tzadik Ha'emet. And we finish off the lesson. And this is an explanation of what we started the Torah with. Happy is the nation that knows the shofar. The shofar blow. What does it mean? This verse. This is the aspect of elevating the 11 spices of the incense. That surround, or sorry, these 11 spices, which are all the holy sparks, which are among and trapped by the other nations and the other lands, that surround the Masa Matan Be'emunah, that surround business dealing with faith, meaning what? They surround Yerushalayim. That all those sparks are attached to those lands. This is what it means. One who knows the shofar blast. Knowing this is the language of joining together. That why because that is chokhmah bina put together. So that implies itchabrut. Joining together. Teruah leminashon shevira. Teruah comes from the word shevira breaking. For we know that the sparks came into existence from the shattering of the vessels. 
that is brought down in its Chaim, etc. And it says, Hashem be'opanecha yalechun. Hashem, they shall go in the light of your countenance. This is the asset of Masamatan business. As we said, and we bring in Dvarim. Happy is Zvulun in your going out, meaning in your going out in business. Happy are you, Zvulun. Meaning, when, he, when one involves himself with business, with faith, when he does business with faith, in order to bring your soul into the state of what we call. In the mornings you renew and your faith is great. I mean, when a person does business dealings with faith, he's able to bring his soul into that new aspect. In order that you're able to receive the light of the countenance. In order to, to, to renew your mind, which can only come through the receiving of this light from the countenance. And how do you renew the mind? And what's the renewal of the mind? This is the renewal of the soul. And through this business emuna, this business with faith, which then one is able to receive the light of the countenance, the renewal of the mind, the renewal of the soul, then he's able to elevate all those sparks through the 11 spices of the Torah. So when a person does business with faith, it's as if he brought the Korban Atamid, the 11 spices of the Torah, and he does these awesome rectifications. Also, we're doing something simple. Dover um, you have all speaking the truth within your heart. May we have the merit to apply this lesson, to attach ourselves to the tzaddik, and to truly be the kut be Hashem.